Hello, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. All right, welcome back to the podcast. We got an awesome episode for you today and a great story. The story is Albert's essay. Very exciting. Uh, before we get into it, we are still taking questions on TomLongano.com, contact portal. You can ask a question to any of the characters, and I will ask it to that character on the podcast. Also, you can leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts, Boy Stories, or you can leave a review on the Amazon page for the Blue or Red Book of Stories that mentions Boy Stories Podcast, and all of these things will get you entered in a contest to win the Green Book of Stories. Uh, you will be able to read the Green Book of Stories before anyone else does. Wow, very exciting. Uh, you can brag about it to all your friends. You'll get a free sample copy of the Green Book of Stories if you win that contest and you enter the contest by leaving those reviews or by asking questions to the characters. Uh, you can also leave a voice message. We, I think we're going to play a voice message on the podcast today. Uh, very exciting um, that we got one. <laughs> I, I, I've wanted to get voice messages for so long and we've gotten a couple, but I haven't been able to use any of them for various reasons. Then we got, we got some great ones. Very excited to use. Anyway, you can leave voice messages if you go to Boy Stories on the Anchor app. Um, anything else that I wanted to say? Oh, please continue to keep sharing with your friends. Uh, the podcast is still growing, and I think it would be wonderful if you are listening to this right now, if you could then tell some of your friends that maybe are, you know, kind of slightly crazy, imaginative, uh, humorous. <laughs> I don't think anyone describes persons as humorous. Uh, it might be interesting, humorous stories. Uh, you know, you know, boys have great sense of humor, just like you, um, or girls. You know, tell them about the podcast. Get them to listen. If you if this podcast makes you smile, it'll probably make them smile too, and they will thank you for telling them about it. We'll be like, wow, you have a really cool, excellent taste in podcasts because you just showed me the Boy Stories podcast. You seem like a really cool person. And so then I will have done you a favor because now more people will think of you as a cool person. You're welcome. Anyway, let's get into the story. Uh, I really like this story. Actually, um, I wrote it. During a time when I didn't want to write anything. I don't know if I should say that. Uh, that kind of makes it sound like like bad. But, you know, there are, there are days when you get to the computer and you're like, man, I really want to write. And there are other days when you get to the computer and you're like, every single word is torture. Um, and that, that was one of these days. And then I was like, what if, what if that was a character that was thinking that? And it was Albert. And it fit really well. And since writing this story, I have had a lot of feedback from it. A lot of people seem to feel this way when they have to write. So it feels like a very, you know, universal um, emotion that the human person has when looking at a blank piece of paper or a blank screen. And I hope you enjoy. This is Albert's Essay. Birds outside chirped and afternoon light streamed through the bedroom window. But Albert did not notice. Instead, he stared at the paper on his desk and the following words, typed on it like a doomsday prophecy etched in stone. Who is a person that inspires you and why? Please answer in at least four complete sentences. Next to the words, Albert had written his name and the date. That was 15 minutes ago. Now he merely looked into the white chasm beneath him. His pencil lay to one side. He inhaled. Exerting every muscle in his body, Albert lifted his pencil. 
he brought it to the top of the blank page, right under the word sentences. He began to write slowly, and each letter caused him tortuous pain. A, P, E, R, S, O, N, I, L, I, K, E, I, S. Albert jerked away and threw his head backward, breathing hard. His pencil rolled from his limped hand onto the floor. Why was school so hard? Why did Mr. L give such mind-bending assignments? Four sentences? And they had to be complete? What was a complete sentence anyway? Could there be justice in this cruel universe? Such questions spun round Albert's head as he stared at the ceiling, hopeless. He couldn't conceive of ever being happy again. Maybe a less experienced younger Albert might have gone to his mother for help, but this Albert knew she'd refuse to give him words to write on the paper, or even to talk about this impossible assignment. She would just say, finish it, and stop complaining. Albert was on his own. He regained his breath and, bravely, resolved to try again. This time, he would take a different tactic. He would think about the question before he wrote. A person who inspired him. Albert bit his lip. Could he choose himself? Most likely not. What about his favorite Twitch streamer? No, Mr. L hadn't liked the biographical poster of Ninja he'd done for a recent history project. Mr. L had instructed Albert to do it over. Probably the most heinously frustrating and malicious phrase in the English language. Apparently, the choice of founding fathers extended only to America's politicians and lawmakers, not to founding fathers of internet movements, or, as Albert so eloquently put it on his poster, the founding father of Fortnite, an American treasure. Nor had Mr. L respected the long hours of research Albert spent studying Ninja's gameplay and methodology. Since then, Albert resolved to never try in school again. It just wasn't worth it. If you had to do all your work over anyway, what was the point? The problem was, try or not, the work kept coming. And now here he sat, staring at this so-called short response question, needing someone who inspired him. Not a gamer. Who else? Television characters were technically not people, and Albert couldn't risk arguing with Mr. L about linguistics. He needed inspiration. He reached for his phone. Locked. Mom, he called out. The response came from down the hall, mechanically, without feeling. Do your homework, Albert. I am, Albert called back. I just need to ask a friend something about an assignment. His mother appeared at the door. Satisfied that Albert was indeed at his desk with his paper and pencil, she allowed this lifeline. She unlocked the phone, and Albert pressed Jake's contact. Uh, hey, Jake, he said. Did you do the language arts homework? Yeah, said Jake. Why? Uh, I just, uh, was wondering, who'd you write about? Don't steal my idea, said Jake. I only want to know, said Albert. LeBron James. Dang it! Albert realized LeBron James would be the perfect option. Don't take it, Jake said sternly. Mr. L might not care, mumbled Albert. He's going to read all of them, and he said no duplicates, said Jake. Okay, bye, I gotta go play. The line went dead. Albert couldn't believe he hadn't thought of LeBron James. He tried to think of another athlete to inspire him. This was hard. Five minutes later, he nodded. Picking up the pencil, he returned to the paper. Ten minutes after that, Albert's masterpiece was complete. A person I like is Tom Brady. 
because he makes touchdowns and wins Super Bowls a lot. Albert wiped sweat from his brow. Finally, he was finished. That was a job well done. He needed a long break. Maybe a cold soda and a few hours of Xbox. After all, he deserved it. What's this? His mother had returned and stood over his shoulder. Oh, uh, my homework, said Albert, turning the sheet over. It's done. No, it's not, said his mother, turning it back. These are not complete senses. And you've never even watched a football game. How are you inspired by Tom Brady? I respect the fact that he wins, said Albert. He's had a very distinguished career. Well, then at least write that, said his mother, rolling her eyes. She lifted the one thing in the world Albert hated most, the eraser. He watched, powerless to intervene, as his hard work vanished, reduced to a few smudges and a pile of rubber shavings. Then, his mother put the pencil back in his hand and wrapped his fingers around it. Try again, she said. The only way to get better at writing, Albert, is to do your best. Albert did not intend to get better at writing. He did not intend to get better at anything. But now, he realized his error. He should not have chosen an athlete. Athletes led to erasers. He needed someone better than Brady. Can I, he stuttered, can I call another friend? Fine, said his mother, unlocking the phone. Make it quick. Porge, said Albert. Did you finish your language arts? Yeah said Porridge on the other end. I'm in the middle of a wade. Uh, can I call you back? No, moaned Albert, further demoralized at the idea of his friends having fun without him. Just tell me who you wrote about. Tom Brady, said Porridge, and hung up. Dang it, screamed Albert. Albert, control your temper, said his mother. I'm calling someone else, muttered Albert, returning to his contacts. Hello, uh, who's this, please? Said a small voice at the other end. Hi, Jeffrey, said Albert. Oh! Albert, hi, what a marvelous surprise. Ah, how's life? How's your afternoon? Fine. Uh, did you do your language arts thing yet? I sure did. I, I did about Mr. L, who's probably the most inspiring. Albert hung up. Without looking at his mom, he dialed again. Set. Hi, Greg, it's Albert. Who'd you do your language arts assignment on? My dad. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You can write about him too if you want. Uh, I don't mind. No, thanks. Want a raid? I can't! Albert slammed the phone down. His mom promptly took it away. He tried to think. His last two classmates had it written about popular figures. This encouraged him. Albert figured he could choose someone from his life. A person unknown to others. Maybe this would be easier than inventing a person who actually inspired him. Make a choice, said his mom, checking her watch. Albert turned and looked at her. She looked back. Then she sighed and left, saying she couldn't take it and would check back in ten minutes. Albert returned to his paper. Done, he called out eight minutes later, shoving the paper into his backpack and running for the basement, taking the stairs two at a time. He would grab a soda from the fridge on his way down, then get to the couch and the television and... May I see? asked his mother. Um. Albert paused on the bottom step. I'd rather you not. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed. It's about you. Really, Albert? His mother appeared and smiled. Wow, thank you. I'm actually touched. Uh, no problem. Albert mumbled, avoiding eye contact. He continued toward the kitchen, slower, thinking of soda. Something about his tone and the way he walked made Albert's mother frown. 
Albert, she called after him. Did you use complete sentences? Oh, yeah, he called back. I'm going to the basement now. And I'm going to read it, she said, entering his room. No, no, Mom, it's embarrassing. Albert ran back up the stairs, but it was too late. He watched from the doorway as his mother smoothed out the crumpled paper and read. A person that inspires me is my mom. She is like a prison guard. She never gives up, and she spanks me sometimes. Well, Albert, that's correct, she said, her mouth a thin line. I don't give up. Albert did not like her change of tone, nor did he like what she again held in her hand. Please, he begged, as she lifted the eraser. No, Mom, please. Sit, she ordered. Now. Albert could not argue. He sat. Then he watched his hard work disappear again. The pencil was placed in his hand again. His mother left the room without another word. Albert had no energy left. What could he do against forces that erased his work no matter how hard he tried? Meditating on the cruel vicissitudes of fate, he was reminded of his woeful poster. Then he jumped. The Founding Fathers! He inhaled, lifted his pencil, and began to write. A person that inspires me is George Washington. He likes to fight wars. He likes to start countries. He was the first president. Albert knew that was excellent work. Probably the best he'd ever done. He grabbed the paper and ran to his mom. See? See? He said, done, done, done. Albert, she replied, frowning at the slanted writing that took up the entire page. You can't do better than that? Albert stared at her, dumbfounded. This was his best effort, his magnum opus, and now his own mother questioned its merits? One more sentence, she said. Then you can play. But, but, he stuttered, amazed. But, but the assignment says four sentences. And I said one more. She handed the paper back. Albert walked slowly to his room. He had completed his homework. Actually, he had completed it three times. And still she demanded a whole extra sentence? Didn't she know how long it took to write the others? What did she think? That sentences just dropped from the sky? Albert returned to his chair. He picked up his pencil one last time and tried to think about George Washington. A minute passed. Then another. Albert stared at the paper, at the wedge of white space under his big, scrawling letters. This might have been the hardest thing he'd ever done in his entire life. He breathed. It was too hard to think of a full sentence before he wrote it, but he had to write something. So Albert tried. He. It was a start. Albert breathed quicker than before. Why had he chosen George Washington, maybe the most boring person to ever walk the earth? There was not a single interesting fact about him. Albert bet that even George Washington himself, when introducing himself at parties, had nothing at all to say. Hi, I'm the first president. I fought a war and started a country. That was literally it. Then Albert paused. He had remembered something from an old book read to him as a boy. An anecdote, sure. But it just might be enough. A breath of inspiration filled his tired sails. Liked, Albert was sweating. 
Two drops slipped off his nose and onto the paper. His hair stuck to his forehead. His entire body trembled. But still, he continued. One more word or two words together. Was it one word or was it two words? He just had to take a stab and see what happened. Gripping the pencil, Albert gave that paper everything he had left. Cherry trees! He collapsed. His cheek against the desk, breathing heavily. Then, after a minute of panting, he drew himself to his feet and rolled his shoulders back. Picking up his paper, his work, the depths of his soul spilled out onto this page. He went to find his mother. She was already at the door, watching. You are so dramatic, she said. Here, he thrust the paper up to her, shielding his eyes, unable to watch. She glanced at the final sentence. Okay, fine, she said. Go play. Sweet, said Albert. He sprinted downstairs, grabbed a soda, then disappeared into the basement. There he would remain for the next three hours, celebrating a job well done. All right, so right now we are welcoming Albert back to the podcast uh, after a long time away. How are, how are you feeling about season two, Albert? I am extremely ambivalent about season two. Okay, so you, I'm, I'm guessing you maybe didn't want to be here again? Well, uh, my mom responded to your emails and set set up this this uh, this this uh, it's it's called a podcast. Okay, this podcast. She set up this this thing with you without my knowledge and without my consent. Okay, so I think that's child abuse. No, it's not child abuse, Albert. That's I sh- I'm contacting social services. No, you should look. I okay. As a fifth grade boy, I bet that there's a lot of stuff that happens in your life uh, that your mom just kind of like sets up and schedules for you without you even knowing, and then you just have to go to those things, right? That is correct. Yes. Okay. So there you, and that is why I'm contacting social services. Okay. That's no, that I, that's just normal. That's what happens. You know, I would say that your mom probably knows what's best for you and knows good things for you to do that are good ways to spend your time. You know, I mean, what would you be doing if you weren't on the podcast? Well, I know exactly what I'd be doing. I would be in my basement. My enormous TV would be turned on and I would be playing video games. Okay. Uh, so that's, you know, you could do that any day, but coming on a podcast is something I do want to do that any day. Yes, I do. No, no, but I mean like this is, this is like a exciting thing that like doesn't happen all the time is coming on a podcast and having a lot of people hear your story and, uh, well, uh, I would gladly say that anyone else who would like to come on the podcast in my place is welcome to do so. Okay, that's that's nice of you. I I just think you know now that you're here, why don't you just why don't you like you know try and make the most of it? Let's let's have a good interview conversation, okay? Oh, okay, fine, good, yeah. So why why do you tell me what's happened in between seasons? Like, what what are you up to? What's going on in your life? I just I just told you that you've been play, I've been playing a lot of video games, yes, and then I've been going to random scheduled events that my mom uh, has you know planned for me. And I'm not happy about that. Okay, we, we've, you know, we've gone over that. Yes, okay. Uh, what about, um, you know, like, how's school going? School is terrible. Okay, but, uh, mm, what about, uh, actually, uh, I take that back. School was okay today because uh, Mr. L had to leave the room 
uh, for a little bit to 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 go handle a quote emergency unquote um, with one of the students, and so we had time to uh, work on our homework. So I actually am finished with my homework for tonight, which makes me even a little bit more annoyed to be on the podcast, honestly, because uh, with with so, so little homework tonight, I could have played even more video games. Uh, which, which I don't even want to think about really because wait, okay. There was an emergency in your class. Are, are the students okay? Oh, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what did Mr. L have to step out to do? I don't know. Someone, someone, I think someone tripped or something and there was an ambulance and I don't, but I got to finish my homework and there was a, wait, there was an ambulance. Yeah. It's, this is so boring. Don't you want to hear about me wanting to play more video? No, I, you, there was an ambulance that came to your school today and Mr. L had to deal with that emergency? Yes. Yes, I think that's true. Well, do, do you know anything else about what happened? Nope. You, you didn't... Well, he made an announcement about what happened when he came back inside, but I wasn't listening. Oh my gosh. So there is a, there's something that happened at your... I hope everyone's okay. This is the part where you say, I hope everyone's okay too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. Yes, what? Yes, I. Yes, I. I said that in my head, uh, and now you said it for me. Okay, Albert, you're not. You're not really coming across as like uh, as like a great guy right now. I. I, I feel like uh, you know it, it's not a good example for our, for our listeners. Well, what 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 do you want me to do? You want me to sob like Jeffrey? You want me to start crying? Okay, that first of all, it's a myth that Jeffrey cries every time he's on the podcast. Not a myth. Second, secondly, so I guess you listen to the podcast. Because if you know Jeffrey's cried, then you would have listened to some of the episodes. I will admit that I have listened to some episodes. Okay. Well, then maybe you like the podcast a little bit more than you're uh, than you're letting on. I will admit that I have listened to some episodes. Okay, that, that's what you just said, but I never said I liked the episodes. I said I have listened to some episodes. Okay, that's... That's nice of you. Now, uh, there are some, there is a question I want to get to that, um, some, some, you know, loyal listeners have submitted. And I think that would be great to ask you and have you respond to that. People have questions for me. Yeah. People have questions for you. Does that make you feel a little bit happy? Well, it makes me feel a little bit stressed out, to be honest. Well, why, why would it make you feel stressed out? Well, I don't know. I just don't, you know, people asking me questions. I, I have to answer questions like literally all day in school. And then when I go home, I have to answer all sorts of hard questions too. What sort of hard questions do you have to answer when you get home? Well, like it starts as soon as I get in the car. I get in the car and my mom says like, how was school? How am I supposed to answer that? Well, you, you could just tell her how your, how your day was. That's so difficult. So, so I tell her it was a hard day. It was difficult, like literally the worst day of my life, like most days are. And then she literally says, like, don't say that, Albert. That's not a good answer. So I have to answer a question again when I've already answered it once. Do you understand how difficult my life is? I don't think your life is that difficult. You have no conception of how difficult my, you know, you have a, you have a pretty good vocabulary for a fifth grader. I, which is, which is surprising to me because you don't read books. Do you? I have read a book once. Okay. 
which, well, I read the Red Book of Stories. Oh, there you go. And I read the Blue Book of Stories. Oh, there, there, there's two books. And then I read the books I have to read for school. Okay. Well, there. See, that's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, you're doing well. That's, you're, at least you can read. Of course I can read. I'm not dumb. Okay. Uh, anyway, I, another thing that I wanted to play is we have a voice message on the podcast. Okay. So I've been asking for voice messages for a while and I thought it would be so funny to hear some of, um, some of our fans. Like I want to hear what they have to say. And I've gotten a couple of voice messages. None of them I had been able to play on the podcast for various reasons, but I got this one today and it's actually not a question for you, Albert. Um, this person has sent me other voice messages and they were questions for other characters. Uh, so he didn't have a question for me? Well, you know, this, people have different questions for other characters. And actually, I didn't get a lot of questions for you. I'm just going to, well, what, why not? Well, you know, Albert, you just said that you didn't want to answer questions, right? Yeah, but I just thought some people might want to, like, ask me things about, like, I don't know, video games or something. Like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a cool guy. Like. People like me. I have friends. Okay. I just, you know, maybe people will be more inclined to ask you questions if you're a little bit more, you know, uh, nice and upbeat and cheerful on the podcast. We get a lot of questions for Jeffrey, and he is very cheerful. Jeffrey cries on the podcast. People are probably asking him questions like, are you okay? Do you need a pacifier? Do you need a diaper? No, that's not the questions they ask Jeffrey. That's not a nice thing to say either. Uh, but you know, I, I just think if you're, if you're more committed to this, maybe you'll get more questions. Okay. Well, so what about this? How about from this point of the interview on, you get like, you, you be very energetic and happy and you be like a good best version of Albert that you can be. And then, you know, maybe people listening will start asking you questions. How's that sound? That sounds very painful, but I can try. Oh, that's good. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, hello, Mr. Tom. This is a, here, here we are on this on this pleasant podcast on this wonderful uh, Tuesday afternoon. Um, and uh, how 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 is how is your weather doing? Uh, the, my the weather is nice outside. Yes, I agree. It's it's been sunny today. It's I I like the weather too. Um, and I like I like talking about things. Good, you know this. You're you're doing well at the small chat. This is this is good chat. This is how have you been recently? Oh, um, I thank you. I've been, are you sleeping well? Oh, that's an interesting question. I I have been sleeping well. You don't look like it. That okay? Um, that they're just as kind of dark circles around your eyes. I don't know if that's like an adult thing or well, they're not. They're not that dark. I just everyone else in the pocket. I, I I think I, I I think I look fine right now. Uh, you need a haircut. I don't. Well, maybe I do, but that's beside the point. We were going to play this voice message, right? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I am so thrilled to hear this voice message. I can barely contain my shivering excitement. Wow. Um, Albert has attempted to do a. a you're shivering right now, and it, I, I get that's meant to be an excited shiver. It's a very excited shiver. Uh, it looks a little bit like you're having a seizure, like you're, like you're, yeah, I, I, you know, that looks very painful. You should stop. Just uh, stop doing that. I'm shivering because I'm happy. No, you, you, you should smile. I'm smiling. That doesn't look like a happy smile. That looks like a set. You know, I, I don't know which Albert I like more, the, the, the happy Albert or the, or the miserable Albert. I am so happy right now. 
and just play the message. Okay, uh, well, I need to pull it. Play the message. I need to pull it up. Pull it up, right? This is a message uh, from a lovely listener, and we are going to play it right now. Hi, Tom. I just um, was calling to say that I really like your podcast. This is also from Paul Beatty from Virginia again. This is like the third time. I don't know if you've received any of them before, but I'm here again. Uh, I just really like your podcast. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you for doing the podcast. Okay. All right. So thank you very much, Paul. That's just so everyone knows, Paul left me uh, several very charming messages. And I just wanted to play that one. It didn't have a question in it, but I was very thankful to receive it. Uh, I thought it was very excellently recorded and well done. And, um, you know, Albert, maybe that's a good example of, of a polite way to say thank you for the podcast. Are, are you saying I have to thank you for your podcast now? Uh Yes. Well, no, you don't have to, but I'm just saying, like, that was a voice message from Paul, and I want to say thank you, Paul. Thank you for listening, and I'm so glad you're enjoying it, and thank you for the message. So if anyone else wants to send a message, you can go onto the Anchor app, uh, and you can ask your parents, and you can record it. It's it's very simple to do. And wait, so the, what was what what was the point of that? Uh, th- no, I just I just wanted to play the message and say thank you to Paul. I think it's it was a very nice message, and, and Paul, I, I I like to consider Paul a friend. Oh, you've never met him. Well, maybe I have. Um, and I think that we have now communicated via voice message. Um, so that's exciting. And okay, uh, I have a lot of questions about that message. You do? Okay, yes. Um, n- number one, why did he leave the message? Well, he clearly likes the podcast, so he was saying thank you. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> um. That is that what you do when you like something? You you then say thank you for it? Yeah, you know, that could be a good thing to do if you like something. I think a polite people might do that. Paul seems like a polite boy. Um, and, you know, that I thought the point was to ask questions. Well, he asked questions in the other ones. It was just for other characters. Oh, so no one wants to ask me a question. Well, you know, I have a question for you that I'm going to read. I just, I just, uh, I was just going to play the, play the voice message first. Um, and you want to say anything to Paul? Why he didn't say anything to me? Well, you know, just uh, he likes the podcast. You're part of the podcast. So uh, I said thank you to Paul for his message. Maybe you can say thank you to Paul, too. Um, Hello, Paul. This is this is Albert. Uh, you you have left a message on on the podcast. That is something you have done. That is it. That is everything that I have to say. Okay, now, remember a little bit ago when we were talking about how you're going to get more questions if you're a little bit nicer to people? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I, I, I don't know if that was if that response was a good way of getting you more questions. Okay. Uh, hi, Paul. Um, it, it is it is lovely to hear the the uh, the the beautiful tone of your voice coming through that that podcast speaker. Um, you have a, a sonorous voice and I am very impressed by your vocal abilities, um, Paul, and your taste in podcasts is, uh, is adequate. Again, um, Albert, I'm impressed by, by the vocabulary you're using. One more thing, Paul, uh, I think that you have a, uh, 
there were a lot of pauses in your message and i think it would have it would have done a little bit better if you had if you had thought about what you were going to say before you called oh that okay that's not i think he was just, it was just like a chatty thing well it was it was a little bit long and then at the end of it he said that's everything bye and that was a little bit off putting for me um because i thought that if you're going to take the time to send a message to the podcast it should be pretty good i thought that was a good message um, and I'm glad that you are not the arbitrator of messages and I am. So I, I will say if anyone else wants to send a message, they can do so. Um, I'm going to move on now. Uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Ah, there you go. See, was that that hard? Was, was what that hard? You just said thank you to Paul. Oh, I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, well, sometimes I do things that surprise people. I guess I'm just very unpredictable. Well, I guess you are. Okay, here's a here's a question. Um, and this is from David Lafada, who actually sent a question in for Jeffrey. David is a smart guy. David's been sending in questions to the characters he knows are coming up the next week. So I got a lot of questions about the running away stories. I got questions for characters that had been on recently. But uh, David sent a question for someone who he knew was coming on. So that's a, that's a higher likelihood of getting your question asked in the next week is if you send it in for the character that's coming on next week. Uh, by, by the way, next week is Greg. Oh, that'll be good. Well, it, yeah. No, I, next week is Greg because it's the story is called... Uh, <laughs> what's the... Sorry, I just have to... You don't know the name of the story that you wrote? I, I just wanted to... It's Greg's birthday party. Greg's birthday party is coming up, so I'm going to be interviewing Greg. Okay? Um, oh, I remember that story. I'm sure you do. Okay. Uh, let me pull up the question. I should have had this already, but let me just... You are so organized. Okay, stop, Albert. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Tom, my name is David Lafata from Pennsylvania. I have 11 siblings of whom all love your stories. My question is for... Wait, wait, what? Okay, can you repeat that? Um, my name is David... No, 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 after that. Uh, from Pennsylvania, I have 11 siblings of whom all love your stories. My 11 siblings? Yeah, I guess David comes from a very big family. That's that's insane. Okay, well, that you know, that's not very nice. I I don't think it's insane. I think it's pretty cool, and I think it's cool that wait, so all all 11 of them like your stories. Yeah. I guess all 11 of the siblings, so the, the 12 the 12 kids in the Lafata family are are big fans of boy stories. So that means that they're, they're like not even that old. Well, I what what do you mean? Well, I guess, you know, that I I can't really I can't really see like a a a person in college enjoying your stories uh late high school possibly but probably not uh so so that that makes it it seem like all all 11 of these siblings are relatively young okay uh yeah it, i guess it would seem that way. that's that's insane that's not wait, you should stop calling our our listeners insane I think that they have excellent taste in stories. So do, do like all 12 of them like gather around a table and just like read the stories? Well, I, that would be it. That would be cool if they did. I mean, I would, I would hope that they would send a picture if they did because that, be, that would be hilarious. Uh, I, is it interesting that he just casually mentions he has 11 siblings just like right at the beginning? Hey, what's up? I have 11 siblings of whom all love your stories. Uh, you know, I think, you know, that's... I think that was a nice introduction to his email. I don't understand why I, I'm trying to get to the question, Albert, and I I have no siblings. Well, you know, it's good to have siblings. I think some people do, some people don't. I have 
two siblings. I eleven. I can't even. Do they? How do they like? Does he have to share all of his video games? Do they like fight over video games? Do you think? Do you think they have like a lot of fights? Well, they, I'm sure there are some fights with with a lot of siblings. They it's probably hard to find things that they completely agree on. Well, I guess they agree on on liking the boy stories. So so that's nice. And do you think? Do you think David knows that it that that he has a lot of siblings, or do you think he's just like grown up with eleven siblings, and so it's like this is normal, like this is how life is? Well, you know, I, I could say the same thing about you. Like you have no siblings, so you could just grow up thinking that was normal. But what if it was normal to have eleven siblings? Okay, but it's not. Okay, all right, I'm I'm moving on. Uh, my question is for Albert, right? So he's asking you a question. You should be nice to him. Well, I, I am. I, I'm just merely curious by the by the excess of siblings in this boy's family. Okay. Um, Albert, why didn't your mom like your essay you wrote about her? I thought she would have been touched by it. I think it was very nice. <laughs> nice. Good question, David. I love that. Oh, that is actually an excellent question. Wow, this boy has amazing judgment. Yeah, he does. So now do you feel bad about... Asking about his all his siblings, I didn't. I, I I said nothing bad about the siblings. I just thought it was interesting that he has so many of them, right? Um, you know that if I if I had a lot of pairs of shoes, it wouldn't be weird if you were like, "Hey, Albert, you have a lot of pairs of shoes." It would just be interesting that you have so many of them. That siblings and pairs of shoes are very different things. That wait, let, let's get back to the question. Okay, uh, why didn't your mom <laughs> like the essay you wrote about her? I thought she would have been touched by it. I think it was very nice. Let's just, let's just, I, I don't know if you even remember the essay, Albert. I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to need to remind her. Okay, I'm pulling out my book right now. Um, okay, this is Albert's beautiful essay. A person that inspires me is my mom. She is like a prison guard. She never gives up and she spanks me sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so, so David said he found, he found this, this essay very nice and thought that she should be touched by it. Yeah, David, uh, I agree, honestly. I, uh, first of all, you have excellent judgment, um, and you clearly are a boy of character. So uh, I, I totally agree that that essay was maybe one of the most beautiful pieces I have ever written. Uh, I expected, I think, you know, I don't think this was a this was a uh, a wild expectation. I think this was this was something that should have happened. I expected tears to be shed. I thought that she would be crying when she read it. I thought she would be so so touched that maybe I would get uh, an extra dessert that night or or something nice. Um, because I it was an assignment to write about someone who inspired me, and I was talking about my mother uh, and how she inspired me. And her persistence as a as a prison guard and as a as a strong strong uh, executor of discipline, uh, I I thought uh, she would she would take pride pride in. Um, but no no she uh, she did not seem happy by it. She did not seem happy about it uh, at all uh, actually. And I found that quite surprising. And, and thank you thank you David thank you David uh, for finding that that uh, that surprising as well. You know. Um, because I, I agree she should have been touched by it. It was very nice. And, and you and, you and all 11 of your siblings are, um, are very, yeah, very high on my list of people that I respect right now at, at this point. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put in a word there for, for parents and, and Albert's mom. I don't, I don't know if that was, if it was the most, you know, I, I understand you thought it should be touching that the fact that I wrote about her. As someone who inspired me is touching. That should be... Well, I don't you think it was a little bit, like, tongue-in-cheek? Like, 
you were sort of annoyed that she was making you do the homework. So you wrote this essay that was for the homework, but wasn't totally, you know, I don't know. It wasn't very respectful. Okay. Excuse me. Well, it wasn't you, you were you were being a little bit disrespectful to your mom. I am the most respectful and uh and polite boy that ever existed probably. Definitely. <laughs> no, you are not. I'm just that's just that's just flat out wrong. Are you contradicting me? I am because that's not you know everyone listening to this will know that you are not polite or respectful and you haven't even been polite and respectful when talking to me on this podcast right now like today like five minutes ago right so th- no that's that's not true okay fine maybe it's not true a little bit but I'm like pretty respectful in general no you're, that was not a very respectful thing that you wrote about your mom okay that's a it's not a very respectful thing but I I, I maintain that the fact I wrote about her should therefore mean that she was touched. That I would take time out of my very busy day and allocate this homework portion to her, to this woman, um, is a touching thing. This woman, Albert, this woman that like gave birth to you, that, that feeds you, that deals with you every single day, what does that mean? Well, I just, you know, she's, she's given you a lot. Your mom has sacrificed a lot for you. She clearly loves you. And you call her this woman. Uh, that's not respectful at all. Like, at, at, in the least. Right? Okay, I suppose my mom has done a lot of things for me. There you go. But she has also made me do a lot of things I don't want to do. Yeah, but like this podcast. Okay, one day, Albert, when you're older, you'll realize all the wonderful things your mom has done for you, and you'll be very thankful for that. Don't you think that? Uh, yes, I totally agree. One day, when I'm older and I am mature, uh, I will probably say thank you, Mom, for all the amazing things you've done. But right now, right now, I am currently not mature, and I am currently someone who cares more about playing video games and my own personal comfort than the things that other people around me do for me. That's I care more about me than the people around me and what they do for me. Does that does that is that clear? Yeah, I mean that's clear. That's not that's not a very good thing to to do to think about. Well, you know, I you, what do you want from me? I I'm ten years old. Okay, it's just who I am. I hate homework. Homework makes me homework. Okay, let's. Let's really get real here. Yeah, let's okay, let's get real. Let's 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 get to the bottom of this. The problem is homework. If I didn't have homework and I didn't have things that I didn't want to do, I would be an amazing son. I would be a little ray of sunshine every single day. I would walk in the door and my mom would say, Hey Albert, how's it going? And I would say, Mama, I love you, and I would give her a big fat kiss right on the cheek, and she would say, Albert, I sacrificed all these things for you and i'm so glad i did because you are a little ray of sunshine and that would be me however then there is homework homework makes my life miserable when my life is miserable i naturally take it out on my parents that okay that so so you're saying that if you didn't have homework that my behavior would be entirely different if i didn't have homework i would be an angel i would I would be breaking Guinness Books of World Records for the most well-behaved fifth grader in the world if I didn't have homework. Okay, but even if you didn't have homework, there would be things that you had to do that you didn't want to do. Says who? 
Well, it says the world. Like that's there's always going to be stuff that you have to do that you don't want to do. Okay, that's just how life works. Well, I um I disagree. Okay, well you'll learn that at some point. Right. Well, if I didn't have those things like homework, then I would be a great son. So therefore, I am justified. It is okay that I am not a good boy because it is not my fault that I have homework. That's not. That is not a good approach. I don't agree with that. Well, that is my approach. Okay, I just want to say to everyone listening right now, I don't condone this. Uh, I think everyone should respect their parents, respect their teachers. Homework is a good thing, right? It helps you learn, makes you into a better person uh, because it develops good work habits. And what's what's that? A work habit, Albert, is is something that you develop over time where actually if you have good habits of work, then it, the work doesn't become painful anymore can actually become a rewarding experience. So you work and and you're and you feel like you're developing and you're giving back and you're doing you're doing good things for the world. That makes very little sense to me. Okay, well, one day it's going to make more sense to you, okay? So let's just let's circle back to this in 10 years and see what happens. Okay, I'm willing to suspend my judgment on on this thing that you that you call the work ethic. That is intriguing. And I'm willing to suspend judgment on whether or not it is something I'm interested in pursuing. <laughs> okay. Very, very formal of you. Yes, I'm, I can be a formal person sometimes. I can see that. Uh, you know, you talk a lot about your mom and the stories. And, and what, what about your dad? What does he think about this? Well, uh, my mom is the one that enforces the homework policies. And so she is the one that takes the brunt of my misbehavior. Okay, I see that. Um, you think that's, that you think that's fair to your mom? No, but as you just said, life is not always fair. Okay, Albert. Uh, I think that's it. We're going to wrap up the interview for today. Thank you for coming on. Always uh, always an interesting experience talking to you. Uh, thank you to those who submitted questions. Please continue to do so, and you will be entered for our contest for the Green Book of Stories. Um, Albert, I hope you have a wonderful day. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production written and performed by the author Tom Longano. The Red Book of Stories and the Blue Book of Stories are available on Amazon.com. You can also get signed author copies on TomLongano.com. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And if you like the podcast, please do leave a rating and a review, whether on the Apple Podcast site or if you like the stories, you can leave a rating and a review on Amazon. We read all the reviews and uh, we really, really appreciate them. Uh, please do share with friends as well. And if you have any questions uh, for Tom Longano or any of the characters and you'd like your question to be featured on a podcast, uh, you can email Tom Longano through the contact portal on TomLongano.com. You can also record a voice message on Anchor and then you will get your voice on the podcast. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us and we hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.